Hello and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for another episode of Vikings. This is season one, episode six, The Last Daughter of Uppsala, written by Vanessa Alexander, directed by Hannah Quinn. I have to make one comment before we jump into the recap. Uh, I'm still very confused <laughs> on some of the reviews saying this show is trying to be woke and I don't think they know what that word means. I keep telling people this, but it's still being perpetuated as some type of truth. And now I can't use, after watching this special, some of my favorite terminology for said individual. So I have to settle on intellectually backwards. Because <laughs> if you think two people in a show, because they're what, black? That means the show is woke. I really don't know what they're referencing. That's the only thing I see. And you're talking about a character that's been in the show for like 2.2 seconds. Not to mention, not to mention the fact that all of the white characters that you love so much that we're telling their history is all is skewed. Because Edmund shouldn't be portrayed the way Edmund's being portrayed. Uh, quite a few people are not portraying the roles in which they, they would, including my fave Freitas uh <laughs> so I uh I just I don't know I don't know that that still baffles me I don't know why people say it I think they just say it because that's all they can say other than I'm a racist <laughs> so uh I just wanted to comment on that because it's funny at least it's funny to me um Actually, it was uh, when I was pulling and I wouldn't even thought about it as I was pulling up the information for this show. I saw one of the reviews and it, it's like in the first season, they gave it four stars. They're like, if you just get past the wokeness and I'm like, what? What? <laughs> Please point this out to me because I honestly don't know what the fuck you're talking about. All right. If you are listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, wherever do me a favor drop down to the comment section drop some stars leave a review it very much is appreciated you could also uh send feedback to blackercouch at gmail.com you could also leave it a comment below and my social media will be there as well if you want to like share that's what i was trying to say and subscribe so i guess i'll break this down into england and Cadigate. I think I'm going to start with Kattegat first, just because we didn't get Freitas last episode. So she goes back to the healer's hut in that little village and everybody has been murdered. Not only murdered, but their heads decapitated. And you got, uh, how am I going to say his name? Is it Corey? Perry? I feel like they were putting an O in there. Uh, but Killer Mike. <laughs> or Killer K really had to make this visual display but i guess what he's trying to say is they're berserkers now this is another thing where i'm kind of like oh so y'all want to talk about the authenticity of things being portrayed because you know this is history class for most people in america berserkers actually weren't christian no they served their pagan gods and they were not as prolific and they didn't go around just berserking that's no that's completely this is all made up everything about this even the character of kare is made up 
guess what he's not real any more than Hakon's real any more than a lot of this shit that they're making up and influencing with history is real so please at least know what show you are signing up for before you try to make a critique because once again you just look like an intellectually backwards person speaking out of their asshole but he also stole the baby this this is not okay i guess because the baby could be baptized as a christian it was allowed to be spared but that pissed me off more than anything else <laughs> really did i was like no you did not just take that woman's baby after you killed his mother and then you gonna raise it and that's how shit was back then it's just fucked up all all around on all sides uh Freitas tries to run an attack i don't know why she stopped short with the baby because i would have still stabbed him in the back of the neck <laughs> just my two cents on it uh like that baby would have got his head hit and that would have been it like you gonna cry it's gonna be all right you, you know that was not a, a long distance for that baby to fall just saying kids fall out of beds that, that was a higher distance she is then surrounded and he really put her through an interrogation like you had the caudacity <laughs> asking 21 questions oh so you killed my berserker he attacked us we didn't do shit where you're pagans and god is superior so you should just lay down and take it if we're ever you know tossing it out and i expected a warrior and you're just a girl and then when she is surrounded and he tells them his men to kill her and bring the corpse he uh is surprised to see that she has the sword that was given to her by the Uppsala priest and he says what did they tell you they told me that i'm the last we'll find tell hakon i'm coming for her and then leaves she gets back to Cadigate. she also did uh cut down her friend yersa because he needed to truly make an example out of her by uh displaying her body in the layout of jesus christ then she tells haken the story who takes it fairly well i must say her second in command who's whose name is only shield maiden unfortunately but she is played by actress Jeannie hackman i thought her one outing uh with no name she was amazing to watch in this episode i need more of that shit on the side she said she killed the man with her bracelet the shield maiden is impressed and says she should become one of them uh but she doesn't think that kare has enough strength to be able to threaten katagate however haken takes the threat not in stride and says to double the security and patrols and also to train uh the last so freitas goes into shield maiden training and i like the fact that they have a sisterhood around it it's not a competition it's all about we're all here to do the same damn thing it's not personal i'm teaching you so that you will be better and i like that relationship play out uh haken overseeing that she eventually takes 
her aside and says you need to tell me about this vision you had and she's like well i met this old man he seemed disappointed in me (laughs) none of my answers satisfied him and he told me i was the last so that's that's what happened she in turn tells her about her vision where she saw a tsunami and she was the only person that could see the tsunami and there was a lone survivor and she assumed that was her except it's not it's freitas i don't know how you jump to that damn conclusion but sure i feel like that's (laughs) open for debate (laughs) i even got the whole idea of the tsunami but i didn't understand i guess she's the only person that can see that there are dark forces out there to be taken seriously but i would think after what happened to her husband everyone would realize by now i guess because Cadigan is supposed to be the last you know open community that allows pagan and and christians to trade and make profit that's the whole point of why Cadigan was so important for so long but now she's like yeah i'm gonna just leave my future to you so i'm guessing freitas's future is to become y'all of Cadigate. the boats pull into the harbor because harold and leif has have left england and sailed back so clearly they're showing that there's been a time jump because no you can't sail from one side of the ocean to the other in like two days <laughs> don't ask me what that time jump was but i know it had to at least be a few months um she's very happy to see her brother and live and upon hearing that she lost or they've lost their friends they all hug but are happy to know that they are with each other in valhalla she does see harold but she only gives him the side eye he was he's in love he is so in love his eyeballs are following her all episode i'm the ice cream man she chunky monkey she like the trolley swirly in my vanilla coupe she like my sugar cone seeds i just took off the roof he ain't stupid though he knew this christian shit was gonna come in play between their relationship and i was right on that but i was glad to see that it didn't um it didn't sour their relationship at least for right now uh because at first she approaches or he approaches her she's like things have changed uh i don't know about you christian <laughs> he's like you can't paint us all with the same brush which is accurate he also points out why many of the vikings eventually did turn to christianity as he points out my father in order to inherit needed to convert and thus for me to inherit i have to it's a business decision jesus business decision and thus it's not necessarily a matter of your soul and even then you know they begin to they either choose or choose not to believe in said god but the thing of it is vikings have many gods it's not even so out of the realm which is why a lot of uh well england in particular and eventually in other parts of europe were able to integrate into christianity but they did keep a lot of the viking pagan type of 
things in place they just in merged them so that everyone was compromised and happy <laughs> like a lot of the christian holidays are pagan holidays so it became not so much hey i totally have abandoned what i where i come from it's that how do i integrate this new god into our pagan society and then you have the ones that are zealots and then the ones that are using that to uh for power to dominate um but that's what it's always been about and not necessarily uh uh a idea of the soul and uh, valhalla and heaven sound fairly uh i mean you can you can see how you can get behind that right so she uh says that they should stick with their own gods but later at the great hall he's like nah girl i'm about to put it on you he ends up acknowledging that her brother is his brother he calls out all of the greenlanders for being completely utter badasses including Liv, saying this is her moment too i love Liv. she's all shy with Liv. he needs to go fuck her she's like look i'm doing the most for you to tap this and you over there just smiling like a doof fuck me 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 oh my god okay on the flip side a lot of people were getting their kidneys dung in this episode so maybe we didn't need to see <laughs> a third couple getting all types of nasty and sweaty and passionate and they love making dressing all pretty emerald with her blonde hair down she comes over and thanks him for his uh very kind and honorable words he gives her back her necklace and says uh you can use this for luck tomorrow at your test there's a brief scene between Leif and Arne where Arne accuses Leif of being a Christian and that he struck down a pagan in lieu of a Christian and this is on the the mutiny on the boat so he's still feeling some kind of way about that he decides to go after Leif with the axe but my queen shill maiden shut that shit down real quick you can't fuck with queen Freda seemed to be concerned but she didn't address her brother at all regarding that and i think that's gonna be something that's gonna come up between them two we see that she is right now still open to the idea of integration as it should be but i wonder with kare on the loose how long she's going to be able to keep a a distance between what her heart wants and what her her true self is uh at the at the shield maiden training test she's uh, assaulted on all sides she eventually goes one-on-one with the main the main one and despite being severely injured she wants to continue and she's able to overtake her opponent and everybody is happy this is a moment of celebration because she's now become one of them haken officially uh, makes her a shield maiden and she's given her shield 
by the second in command and it's a very celebratory moment in her life and afterwards she goes and finds harold and she says here's this back for luck because maybe you know you might get me back in your bed and i love when he went to give her or she thought she was gonna give her a kiss and he's like i need you to bathe first gotcha bitch and then they got it on elsewhere in Uppsala Kare or Killer K shows up is allowed in and we start to get a little bit of his backstory of why he turned his fate his uh turned his back on his religion and I will say this is kind it's one of the things that actually makes a lot of sense (laughs) like I would love to say he's a zealot and that's what Harold, like everyone knows this guy's a zealot he should be punished he doesn't represent all of us however he's managed to accumulate an army enough to threaten them or so he believes but he's also coming from a place of extreme trauma he went to Uppsala with his parents as a child his brother was ceremoniously sacrificed right in front of him and everyone stood by as if this shit is okay uh he ran into the seer who was like yeah i have no empathy for you (laughs) that's this is how it is so yeah that's uh that's where all of his resentment towards the priests of Uppsala come from but in a twist of (laughs) a twist of uh irony He seeks out the seer to tell him his future, which the seer drags him for. Like even Christians can't resist rattling my bones for a peek into the future. And despite his disgust, he licked that man's hand. I've got news for you. You are mine now. You belong to me. He wanted to know if the girl holding the sword was him or her. And we didn't get the answer to that question i'm guessing not him because right afterwards he as he was leaving decided to slaughter the man that was uh in charge of the gate i feel like y'all needed more security he lets his forces in and it feels as if he's about to murder everyone and that's pretty crazy to me because all this christianity preaching about non-violence and shit and love and peace and all of these christian like ideas and yet murder is the first fucking thing on their mind (laughs) so much death (laughs) you don't believe in my god okay but aren't you supposed isn't your god supposed to be a loving and forgiving one what the fuck why are you uh why are you choosing in his name to commit so many atrocities why have you done this history let's go over to london where king canute is pretty much establishing his control his first job was to get godwin uh on his side he first gives him some really nice quarters but godwin says that's not what i want it's too much i want to prove my loyalty to you and he's like fine 
you're gonna have to do that because people who ask for nothing i don't trust those folks godwin then goes to the well he says build me a uh get me a hangman and build me a (laughs) basically what do you call those hangman's block i don't know but he says that i got 11 choices to make and you know them all or something to that effect godwin then goes to the the earls the the y'all i think the earldoms in england i think they're y'alls in sweden but he goes to them and he's like here's your clothes here's your things and uh king canute wants to move forward and speak to you about the future and the one dude's the first one throwing insults like you know look at you kissing ass just like your father why why would you choose this moment in your lowest not to shut the fuck up and i love when he said you could be the first one to talk to him leorfic see how that mouth worked for you thought you were hot guess what you're not you are dead 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 Canute is approached by queen emma who thanks him for returning her children he's like i'll take your thanks but uh you don't have to be here just let you know i can send you back to normandy you're free uh you don't need to repay me she says i came here as a girl i grew up here this is my home she's like he's like good because i want you to stay and be my advisor because something tells me all of the good choices that england made in the last fucking years is because of you and while i'm a movement by myself we can be a force together and that's exactly how that goes especially when he takes her advice regarding the tax like you don't have to tax people so high but if you tax them low enough that they think it's acceptable and you spread it country wide you still have enough money to support your endeavors don't make the people angry at you at the home base and then you don't have to worry about infighting at least not as much he also offers all of the earls back their titles and their lands all they have to do is be loyal and they can do that in a fulfilling way or they can do it in the way in which old dude is hanging by the neck over there choice is yours and the other one that feels like he's still gonna be a problem very haphazardly because he doesn't even look him in the eye and kiss his ring convincingly to say he's like i'm gonna do this to to save my ass right now but i honestly am gonna look for the first opportunity to fuck you and then everyone else falls in line and thus they have solidified the home base thus far and later on they celebrate baby stick it out here comes the man to steal godwin got a little jealous when he came to discuss things with the king he says he's expecting me yeah well he's in there with emma right now and i'm not interrupting that he starts to think a bit later by the the i guess by the river you know he's just like yeah power changes and it's uh it's the game that we're being played edmund we didn't hear much from him takes this uh this time to decide to approach godwin being like i am nothing in my kingdom you're alive bitch godwin says look you have more influence than you think that you're sitting here complaining because you don't have a crown on your head you're not even using what you could use and utilize 
and he kind of pities him in that moment he, he tries to encourage him like stop acting like a child with no power you still have a lot of that and you just need to wait for your opportunities he's like are you planning something right now he's like no and neither should you that pretty much sums up london so let's go to norway olaf has lost and we see what his gamble is like look if canute wants england that's fine by me i want norway half canute's fleet is leaving and thus his other half that he has is not going to be willing to fight against the people that are here so he's going to have to deal with it even though one of his friends warns him like look uh, he might come and crush your ass he's willing to take the chance he goes to denmark to visit uh canute's mercian queen uh i didn't quite catch her name elgifi elgif queen l that's what she's going to be called from now on that's jadis from uh the walking dead so he tells her look you have more power than you think and he's over there making his own queen with queen emma and you are forgotten in this backwater with his other two children (laughs) so i want to be king of norway and i think that we can help each other because you are going to be left in the dust just so you know because that was her first thing so i'm queen of england well (laughs) if you want to call yourself that in title all the way here in norway sure (laughs) but i'm telling you right now england already has a queen and he taking that chick for himself he already did you know and if i if i had to pick one or the other you're damn right i would have picked emma and at the end of the episode while they're in bed he does canute get a message from denmark that does not make him too happy he says he's about to leave right away but he also calls a priest before asking emma or telling him i gotta ask you a question and i need you to answer very carefully which sounded very threatening but i feel like she's down with whatever he's picking up and i gotta say king canoe could get it just throwing that out there he can get it he got that major swag and he seems very honest about what he's doing he wants wealth power expansion they say i walk like a king talk like a king you can act around now say the same thing they chasing the fame they all want the name but they ain't got what's running through these veins Say I walk like a king Talk like a king You can act around now Say the same He's a man that knows what he wants And is not shy or not confident enough to get it So that's exactly why Emma was like Yeah, that's the man I've been waiting for a long time Not that old ass pedophile I was married to I don't know if he was a pedophile That's just be me, me being me <laughs> But that is our recap and we do have feedback, so let's hop on into the mailbag. What up, Stina? It's Mimi. This is my feedback for um, Vikings Valhalla Season 1, Episode 6. Um, I um I would say this episode was was entertaining. 
Um, there was some moments that I was just waiting for it to happen because I could tell from the sexual tension that was palpating every time they were looking at each other that it was about to go down. And then there was some turns that um, were a little bit um, boring to watch, but also unpleasant to watch unfurl. So I guess I could just start with the first scene, like when um, uh, Freitas made it to the village and she found Yursa, like... I thought that was bad because she I don't even know how they killed her and to be honest what I saw was enough that I don't I don't want no flashbacks I don't even want to know because you can just assume it was fucked up all those heads just planted everywhere on rocks just laid out like a scene just waiting for the last daughter of uh how do you say it I don't know why when I'm thinking about the word, I know how to say it. But as soon as I press record, the word of the town, the little area that she is, that like spiritual town just fucking blows up in my fucking face. Like I can't ever remember how to say it. Yulpsa? I don't know. It's just one of those words that intimidate me so much that my brain just can't say it when it's needed. Anyway... So we find out that this, what was his name, Karen, is not only fucking horrible, but he also was a pagan. And I guess, like, we saw, like, didn't they do something similar to what they did to his brother, to Freitas? Like, they didn't really slit his throat. Like, it was like, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. We ne- never really got to see for all we know, his brother wasn't dead. He just jumped off his parents' shoulders and ran off. And they didn't even run after him. But the thing that pisses me off about this character... Well, it's actually two things. First of all, is um, I just... He looks ridiculous. And I don't know if this was like... This is like the standard wear of someone like him back in the day. Um, and this is really what they look like, but it's like, he's so bald, completely skin on his head. And then he has this big dumbass beard. And I think it's annoying to me because he looks like the character off Sonic the Hedgehog. And I know I've said that before, but I can't look at him and take him serious and not think of that daggone, like not think of Sonic the Hedgehog, which is a video game and a movie and a television show and a cartoon. So this is all not like that's not serious but this is and I'm looking at him and that's all I think about like I just don't like how he looks he looks fucking ridiculous but the thing that drives me crazy about him and like the more we learn about his story the more I fucking hated his guts was because he's like the only person I can compare it to is Hitler because I remember when I was first learning about Hitler I can't I don't remember everything I learned but one of the things I remember them saying was about the I guess the dom like the superior race or whatever to him was blonde hair and blue eyes and I was the I remember looking at his picture and thinking about this and be like motherfucker that's not even you so you're killing people that don't look like an image that you don't even fit like who talks about a superior race that doesn't even include them like the self-loathing that you must feel and the hatred you must feel for yourself 
that's how I feel about this guy it's like okay you I understand you rejected paganism because you thought they killed your brother I'm just gonna assume that they did maybe you saw him bleed out I don't know we didn't get to see so we don't even know if he's dead but I'm pretty sure it looked like they were gonna slit uh Freitas's throat and they really didn't I don't know what the symbolism is supposed to mean but I'm assuming it was the same thing because it's a ritual but you hate them you reject them you go around killing people because they're pagans and you like kill a whole ass village and then lord knows what you about to do to this with this baby raise it to be a christian probably become your wife because you're disgusting like that but then you use like you you get your way back into this this um sacred area because you know the history you know where it is you know how to get in and um you use the religion and speak to the seer if you reject this religion so much why the fuck are you using it and it doesn't make sense to me like it's disgusting i hate people like that you're such a fucking hypocrite either you believe or you don't you can't do both like it's i i i guess i'm just a black and white person if you're a christian and you kill people when they're pagans why are you using it when it's convenient for you like the hypocrisy i don't like hypocrites and i think that's why this guy disgusts me more than anything because i mean let's be real all the vikings are they murder people so it just depends on what side you want to be on and who you think is the hero and who's the villain everybody kills i mean he's this guy's going around killing innocent people literally just practicing their religion i mean but there was people in i'm sure there was people in london <laughs> that died because they were they happened to be on the wrong side of the vikings like they their king did the shit and then they they had no choice but to fight and technically they're innocent but they died so you know people die all right but the whole thing behind his reasoning for killing people is hypocritical and i fucking hate him um i do like the the storyline with freitas and you know her being the last daughter and then her becoming one of those what do they call them the they protectors i don't know but i know when that dude tried to hit leaf with an axe and that bitch came out of nowhere that shit was dope as hell but leaf had kind of leaf he kind of disappointed me like even i knew dude was gonna try something like why you got your guard down um you you better than that and i know you're better than that um but the whole fight thing i i don't know why <laughs> i don't get me wrong i still love me some freitas but the whole fight scene where like the girl the the last lady she fought she won she dropped the sword or i guess it was an axe i don't remember what it was and then picked it up with her other hand how the fuck did freitas beat her that's some bullshit i call bullshit because she took her armor off through the shield and she still won come on now <laughs> bullshit <laughs> that lady would have fucking wiped the floor with her i don't feel like in order to win like she didn't have to beat everybody she just had to fight with everything she had and she did she did really good but the fact they made her beat the strongest person i just you were you were training for what a week <laughs> i just can't believe that we're supposed to uh, believe that she got that good i don't care what vision you saw 
we remember how you killed the berserker and it was not an easy win and it took everybody that you had to fight so it's not like you came with you know you you started out as a fighter and they just made you better you were not a fighter and they had to teach you so i just call bullshit on that but the i mean the fight scene was really good and i appreciated all of it it was it was nice it was uh interesting fight choreography um and i loved seeing her brother and um harold and uh live cheering for her they were so proud like oh that's my girl and it also speaking of the greenlanders um when they all like hugged and they were like and i'm looking at them like oh my god they're the only ones left that shit was sad as hell that hurt my heart i feel like in that moment like i feel like live realized the whole time like damn all of us all of us are gone but it looked like Leif just realized at that moment that they were the only three left because when they came here it was a whole ass other ship and that ship didn't make it so that cut them in half right there but clearly all the best friends were on the same boat because if I'm gonna be traveling for months on a little ass boat I'm gonna be with one of my besties so clearly like they were categorizing groups and Leif was with his friends so everybody on that boat was his closest friends and they're all dead and uh i don't know what's gonna happen with him and live if she's gonna convert but she seems like a pretty strong believer um and i don't know that Leif even realized right now what he believes um but he looked a little taken aback when the guy said you're probably a christian he didn't deny it he never said that's not true he just looked like guilty like how you know <laughs> so I, I i do feel like something's gonna come from that um we didn't get much of Leif which is is sad side note um the guy who plays him Sam uh Corlett I know I talked about him before but I had been following him for like a couple years before this show came out and he's an artist as well he's from Australia because you know I love me some Aussie men they oh I don't know what it is about Australian men but apparently Australian men named Luke are my thing so if I'm ever single even if I'm not single, I'm going to keep that a little secret. But if I ever go to Australia and I meet a fine Luke, it's going down. I'm just going to put that out there. Anyway, um, I bought some of his artwork because he is trying to do stuff for the Ukraine. And he's selling artwork. 100% of the pro profits are going to them. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not a person that knows art. I don't know how great it is. It looked nice. I like the colors. I mean, it was probably more money than I should have spent, but it was for a good cause. So I was like, why not? I thought that was cool. I just wanted to, to broadcast that in case anyone else is interested. You could find it on Instagram underneath his name. Anywho, we didn't get much of him, which was kind of sad because, you know, he my boo thing. Um, but we did get to see a lot of Harold. And I don't care what you say, Stina. He looks, uh, I shouldn't say he looks like, he has similar features to Chris Evans. When they make certain faces, when they're, when it's a certain angle of the camera, they look alike. And I don't care what you say. I don't know what Chris Evans' butt looks like, but Harold has a cute butt, the guy who plays him. Um, and that was, and I wasn't mad about that scene with him and Freitas. Um, it looked like they was, not, the, the first time they did it, they was definitely fucking. That was not fucking. They were super emotional. Like, I was like, damn, the, like the love fest i'm gonna fucking get diabetes like what the hell <laughs> it 
and um so we'll see how that goes because that's another relationship that i don't know how it's supposed to work like they have like fundamentally different practices of faith and i can't see either one of them deciding they want to convert so i I don't know where or how this is gonna go but i guess we're gonna find out and then um the last thing i'm gonna talk about because i'm running out of time here is my man's uh king canoe and uh emma because i knew that she was gonna happen the way i remember when you said uh when he saved her kids the way she looked at him i saw that too and the way you like I don't remember exactly how you said it, but I was like, that is so true. They were eye-fucking the entire time this episode. So when uh, old dude went in there to, I don't know, to see King Canute, and they were like, oh, he's in there with uh, Queen Emma, and it's like, alone? Like, motherfucker, she is a widowed woman. I don't remember everything um, about, um, you know, like, I guess medieval times or whatever like the way it used to be but i remember like just from watching bridgerton but before that i watched a show on the cw about queen um it was what was it called um it's gonna bother me but it was it was about like uh royalty and and they used to say like you know widow widowed women are like they have freedom like if you're married or you're a widower you're like you don't need a chaperone like i guess since your virginity has been saved and you don't have it anymore they you know they don't need to preserve it and i'm assuming that's what a chaperone was for just to make sure you didn't get it in um because you had to save your virtue for your husband whatever that bullshit is uh so they're allowed to just you know they're allowed to do things differently than they they would be if they weren't buried they were like you know if they were single so she her husband's dead she's a queen he's a king he already declared himself king of uh london so why are you fucking surprised oh olaf oh he is so raggedy i don't know what his end game is but him going to see king canute's wife is a bitch ass move and i really i don't know how harold and is gonna like be involved in this because that is his brother and he seems to really love him so we'll see how that goes but i know when um he went back to katagat and uh he was like uh i'm gonna be the king of norway um i have the blessing of the king or king canute and he was like well what about olaf he was like does he know he was like that's not my problem he's like but it is a problem i was like hell yeah definitely a problem and olaf was a problem from the jump so i don't know how this is gonna go but i am very interested in this next episode i'm assuming the drama is gonna start kicking up because i'm pretty i'm pretty sure they have less than 10 episodes i think it's nine i'm not sure i'm not sure but we're already um on going on episode seven so the shit should be kicking up i don't know what that letter said but it seemed like king canute was ready to to off with her head for miss queen emma and i'm gonna be sad because that was my bitch and i really thought they was gonna be a power couple of vikings and i still want that so i guess we'll see um i'll end it here until next time love peace harry's the black girl magic queen of the couch me me out
that was Mimi with our thoughts on the episode. So a few things. Uh, yeah, Carrie's the Carrie. I think the only difference is if the original Vikings showed uh, exactly what happens in Uppsala, and they showed you the PG-13 version. <laughs> what happens in Uppsala is actually really fucked up. Uh, if you were a child and you thought this was a celebratory moment it is a big huge moment in viking culture going to Uppsala. um just to clarify they did sacrifice his brother they took the camera away because it's a child that they're killing but it tells you exactly you know that part of viking sacrificial that might be a little scarring might be a little might 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 fuck up your early childhood development so while no i'm not on his team i think the story behind it actually is probably one of the best they could for someone who's just going to be a straight zealot on the other side and kind of how i was explaining prior uh just because you believe in god doesn't believe you i mean there's there's a lot of similarities between the two more there there's dissimilarities the idea is is the same as muslims fighting christians or uh, muslims fighting islam or islam fighting uh i don't know name another one uh buddhism it's it's the yeah i i they don't invalidate their gods i just serve this other god so kind of like an egyptian uh historic history there's many egyptian gods but most serve the the sun god amun i believe so it is and i, I get what you're saying um in regards to his hypocrisy in a sense but it's not really hypocrisy as more as it's hierarchical so in his mind you know his religion is an ugliness in which yes the irony in which you are uh, yourself but that's that's exactly what they did it's not something that's sensical it's absolutely nonsensical and unfortunately that's uh what uh the 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 religions would do that since it's power more than it is religion and uh i thought it just coming from a place of absolute uh scarring trauma you saw he loved his brother had no real clear understanding of what was occurring uh that that would be something that it's one of those things that would change you for the rest of your life but there is no doubt that he's absolutely utterly a psychopath i think he were talking something about blondes in christianity actually i thought you were talking about vikings because vikings actually preferred blonde hair that's where it came from and then you have to recall that the wessex idea the christian idea that is still a viking idea uh the vikings eventually uh solidified france they solidified all of europe um so what Canute is doing is literally 50 years i believe or so somewhere around that time uh before william the conqueror who also was a norman viking uh who took the king <laughs> and then that's how king and france got into their whole squabble for thing so we're all still it's a it's a a split in society but over not like you have those that are splitting the hairs like you even see harold Harold being like, yeah, no, we don't fuck with that guy. He doesn't have as many followers as they're really trying to set him up to be. And he's a fictional character also. So uh, as I was mentioning earlier in the podcast, this is all contorted just for TV drama. 
because technically none of this would have happened so it doesn't matter <laughs> in some ways but i think it's a good uh exploration of how paganism really morphed into christianity and how it was more of a blend of the two more so than an absolute uh an absolutist idea like that's not that happened afterwards but even then it still was uh, i always contend it was never as much about faith as it was about power and the people that were in the holy crusade say some of there would just pull off I mean, they raped they killed babies i mean they did some shit that no christian god that y'all preaching would ever stand for um and then the rest of them were conscripts <laughs> that had no other choice but to go and fight and then they were the actual true uh believers in the religion so they believed that they were fighting for their god but the as far as the true armies were concerned the leaders they were fighting for power and that meant making sure that that faith doesn't take more territory than another faith and because they have rules about also trading with certain faiths uh it has been months so while i also agree with you uh, that freitas would not have been able to take that queen down uh it's i mean it was a day it was a day it could have been a day i don't know i wasn't following that quick it that to see the sword i um you are slightly correct on the last point i'm gonna make is which is regarding widows yeah a, a widow her being alone in a room with a man no <laughs> that still would have been frowned upon widows had certain um extra freedom like they they were able to go out on their own like walk the street by themselves <laughs> or go to the store by themselves but that freedom still very limited uh all all women freedoms were so limited i mean to say it's freedom actually technically the viking women have more freedom than emma does at this point as how she conducts herself uh, how she what she can do i mean you saw that beforehand with the old english being like a woman talking how dare she so <laughs> her being a widow doesn't give it gives maybe a little bit more of an inch but not a mile uh so godwin saying oh they're alone that's like yeah she's putting her it, it, to him in his eyes of course he's not looking at this as and it is probably a, a love match or i think it's a love match but it's also a uh a political i mean they understand each other like i want power i she could go home as he pointed out like no i want to be here <laughs> i like here i like what i'm doing here I like my position here and like my influence and i want to continue to be a part of that so i think that uh she's playing all of the cards that are going to work for her. it just also happens to not be something that's a feat <laughs> uh but usually women with men they would have to be very discreet i'm really surprised that the i mean clearly the normans don't feel the exact same way which is why they told godwin and why godwin had the the other reaction of oh they're alone so um i think he's just game recognizing game in that moment <laughs> at least that's how i took the scene and then with him contemplating a little bit later and telling her or stepson to shut the fuck up i think he's 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 about gaining influence and power and from what we see the englishmen around him were treating him like shit 
and looking at him like less than and emma gave him a choice a chance uh and now canute is so why would he why would he turn his back on that when he's pointed out and like we're survivors i see you surviving okay i gotta make my end how am i gonna do mine because you clearly got his ear <laughs> how do i uh put my influence it's not to say that you need to go for me to be here but how do i ingratiate myself as someone who's loyal and will be rewarded in the same manner and not just a box of gold <laughs> people want titles they want more power they want influence they want nobody to be able to say shit when they walk into the room so that is my thoughts on mimi's feedback there are two episodes left by the way the penultimate is going to be next week so definitely should be kicking up and last and certainly not least we do have queen shy let's hear what she has to say about the episode hey christina it's me shy i'm here to give my feedback for viking valhalla episode six man oh man this show has got me going through some changes man in my feelings oh and it's, i'm just so like i don't know i'm on pins and needles because i know something bad is gonna happen you can see all the players getting you know things in place especially olaf and his shady behind um going to the queen which i, I didn't even think about canute being married and so i'm like okay um so him going to her and you know doing his shade out because i was wondering what that guy was talking about so obviously he's got his own ambitions and he's going to use whatever he can to his advantage to get what he wants um which means you know doing the thing doing stuff behind people's back not being completely honest not being in the up and up and then we have um whatever that message that Canute got from Denmark, that should be very interesting. Um, and wonder what he's going to be asking of Emma. And of course, you know, we saw them, you know, getting their thing on. <laughs> so that should be interesting going forward because he's married. But as you can see, he has greater ambition. And so he's got her, Emma, on his side. And I agree with you and Mimi. Uh, I didn't mention it in my feedback. Um, of course, you know, my feedback was a hot mess anyway. Um, but yes, I, yeah, Emma is a badass for sure. I mean, she, I mean, I love it. The fact that she is not just, you know, she's not just this trophy and your wife uh queen you know what i mean she's she's got a brain on her and she knows what she's talking about and she's a great strategist and she <laughs> so yeah they've yeah that that's what i love seeing as well um and yeah as for the and then the, of course i was in my feelings um last feedback um, that I gave in regards to last episode with the Grand, the Greenlanders, you know, the ones that died. And I, I hear what you're saying, Christina, and it's not so much. I think for me, it's not so much the individual, you know, because we didn't really get to know them, know them too much. I mean, we got to know a little bit about them, but, you know, not a lot to be completely invested. I think for me, it was more so them as a unit and the fact that they brave the seas together there's a they're this close-knit family um and you could tell how much they love each other and how much 
you know, they respect each other and, you know, and just, you just see that closeness and to see that one by one, they all died. And, you know, it was more so that, and we saw it in this episode when they were finally, um, Liv and um, Leif were finally reunited with Freitas and her finding out about, um, the other three dying and then of course her reaction when she went and found Yursa. It's just that's what I mean. It's like that you know, them just them as a unit and knowing how close they were, that's what made it sad for me because I mean the characters that we are getting to know and the characters that they are the main ones, uh these are their people and to know that, you know, the devastation of them dying and how much that weighs on them and how they journeyed across the seas to basically get this revenge for Freitas for what happened to her um, is it's a lot. It's a, it's such a huge um, weight to be put on one's shoulders, especially when they didn't make it. So it's hard, and, and especially when you know that they would follow them to the ends of the earth. Um, and not have any regrets, but at the same time, these are people that they've grown up with and they love and all that stuff. So that's, that's more where the sadness and that came for me. And then of course I was in tears seeing Freitas react to her friend being dead. That was just too much. And then of course the gross scene of so we saw what happened. The berserkers, they killed everybody in that village. Um, I was hoping not, but I had a feeling, yes. And, and so, but they kept the baby. So I guess they're gonna raise this baby to carry on the tradition. Cause it just seems like just a bunch of dudes, you know, doing their thing. Huh. So uh, again, like I said, um, we're seeing all the the different parts, you know, as it sound, it seems like it's going to converge into some something in the next couple of episodes. We see that um, Freitas uh, became a warrior. Uh, what do they call him? Sword woman? I don't even know. I'm, I'm sure there's a special name for what she is now. So she's sworn to um, um, protect, uh, I forget, was it Cat? I don't remember the name of the the um, country or town or whatever it is. Um, was it Haken? Haken, um, the female queen of uh, the place. Um, so that's going to be very interesting um, going forward. Because again, you got Canute doing whatever he's doing. You got Olaf doing his shady nonsense. And then now you got... Um, God, what's her name? I got to pause and figure out what her name is. Yarl Hawken. Did I say that right? Haken. Hawken. Um, so, yeah, that'll be interesting going forward with that. Um, because Olaf isn't playing around. And so now that he's recruited uh, Knut's um, wife to do whatever they're going to do um, in order for him to... I guess build a army so that they can um, do what they need to do to be to take over as the king of Norway. Um, that was his goal, and then of course you got the, I mean Canute being cold-hearted per usual with uh, a, 
using that one nobleman um, as an example, as a, it's like, is it really an option? Because, you know, <laughs> it's either, you know, be loyalty to me or you'll find something around your neck. And so it's like, uh, it's one of those, yeah, it's like uh, forced options sort of thing. So um, what else? Uh, I feel like Godwin is up to something. Of course, it seems like everybody's up to something. And then we got Jarl, Jarl, Harl, whatever, the Berserker guy. So there's more to his story. I didn't know we were going to get his story, like any more of his story. Um, so that was a pleasant surprise because that's definitely is going to be something that we, that's going to be a part of this whole whatever we're building to. Um, and man, I'm like, they killed his brother? I did. Was I supposed to understand why? I mean, you'll have to explain that one to me, Christina. Like, is there a trick? Like, what is the history behind that? Like, was he's a sacrifice? The parents allowed their child to be sacrificed for some reason. That that was no, I couldn't. I uh, you 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 can't. I can't. <laughs> that kind of stuff I can't handle. You know. Oh, just I mean, he's, he murdered this kid. I'm like. I didn't. I didn't understand that. I, I must have missed something in that. And obviously, that scarred this guy for life. Uh, watching his brother be murdered like that, and then the parents just sitting idly by and allowing it to happen. Oh, anyway, I I, I can't. I, there's no way in hell, I, as a parent, I can sit back and watch that. I don't care how bad my kids are. If they, I mean, I'm not saying that was the case with this kid. I'm just saying, even if they were troublemakers doing stuff they weren't supposed to be doing you're not gonna kill my child ain't ain't no religion um gonna uh, have me sit back and watching my child be killed i thought the fight scene was awesome um i thought i don't know i just enjoyed this episode i mean i'm just so invested in what's gonna happen uh, i wish i knew more about this culture and so i can really know the little things that are happening, but I mean, I don't. So, I mean, I'm sure some things are going over my head in regards to um, why certain things are going and the way they're going or happening the way they're happening um, and what the different pieces. Oh, and also the queen, um, Canute's wife is from Mercer. So I found that very interesting as well. But I'm at my limit, so I'll just leave it at that. Until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy. That was Shy's feedback on the episode. You know what? I did actually give out my score. I just realized that halfway going through. I gave this episode an 8.7 out of 10. Um, so, some thoughts on your feedback. Uh, Vikings can have more than one wife, but Christians are not supposed to. So, I am curious on how uh, King Canute's going to handle... I wonder if he married her under the Viking paganism and it's not recognized. That would be uh, something. I actually didn't take the end scene, either though it, it felt like it was supposed to be meant to be. Like she did something. I don't think that was the case because they said a boat just came in. So that's someone from Denmark. I bet you someone is there and been like, there's a problem going on at home. Uh, Because they all said, wait, wait, he gonna find out and he gonna be pissed. Because he says he's king of England and Norway. You got Olaf being like, I'm a king of Norway. Uh, bitch, no. (laughs) 
and he already advised that he's given someone else that position i would say the way well well hair uh mimi said it too about does harold love his brother i think no harold's about his power he's like i don't want to betray my brother but if my brother was already betraying me by not planning on upending his uh agreement with me then yeah shit it's on it's not about brotherly love it's about what i you know vikings are all about uh power they're all about having control i mean that's a that's a very prolific thing but it also comes from a place of you know they they started where they didn't have much and they went out in the world to conquer and that's what got them what they got uh i will say even though it's easy because olaf is not on our team i don't support him whatsoever he ain't doing nothing ain't nobody else ain't doing (laughs) i have to put it out there he ain't doing nothing else ain't nobody else breaking promises no canoe broke his promise already he broke his promise the minute he didn't give him that bridge the minute he didn't give him that bridge he didn't even tell him i'm no longer supported that's why he said that's what uh y'all haken was said does he know that no you didn't even have that conversation with him said no i'm gonna give it to your brother but he knows it's coming so why wouldn't he be trying to make moves so while yes i'm not rooting for the guy i also am not looking like nah this is a game of chess everybody playing if you on the board you playing if you don't want to play you better not be on the damn board uh i like that emma has a brain too because we do see so many viking women where it's all about them being shield maidens lagatha being the most famous shield maiden that is also what uh freitas is now uh it's Uppsala and kattegat I am very familiar with both words because I already watched a Viking series, so don't feel bad. Uh, but yeah, I do like the fact that they introduced a Norman queen that uses her brain and not her brawn. And the thing about Greenland, I guess to your point, it was a, it is a very small place. It's not like Iceland, despite what their name should suggest. Greenland is not green. Iceland is very green. Uh, and there wasn't a large settlement to Greenland. It was about maybe... I think Eric the Red took about 600 people, something to that effect. So yeah, it's a very small community through harsh times. Of course, the children would be very close. So I understand that. Uh, I just made one correction because you said Queen Haken, but I think you already corrected yourself by saying Jarl Haken. Yeah, because she's a vassal to King Canute. Uh there are kings because <laughs> at first I, th- I thought the same thing when i was watching the first Vic- uh the first yeah vikings i was like oh he's king now because that's how we had seen before and it's like nope nope <laughs> you're just a vassal uh but ragnar was king king ragnar man i miss that man <laughs> but yeah definitely a lot of things going on it was good to get cares uh so upsala you said you want me to explain that so i think it's like once a year uh all of the vikings make a pilgrimage to upsala once you do that pilgrimage the huge pilgrimage because it's not all the way because i know you mentioned or mimi mentioned before it almost looked like they were going to do it to freitas people come to upsala for different reasons but there is also a upsala festival that occurs um where there are sacrifices being made it's not an everyday occasion though um sacrifices are only made on special celebrations in the viking culture 
or like harvest or something like that i guess it's celebration so during this particular uh time that they go to hapsala seven of everything is killed seven pigs seven uh seven things they're all draped upside down hanging out blood seven people include also seven people i guess i said that in a redundant way seven things also include seven humans uh of differing and and the the people of the clan choose who it is or they can volunteer one or the other um you can't be christian <laughs> to volunteer for a pagan sacrifice in case you want to know but uh yeah so that's what he was looking so appalled for is this whole fucking like i said i think they sugared it cut it down because i don't know why netflix would cut it down but yeah it's a lot brutal more brutal in um in the original vikings where they go deep into and they you know they're on drug there it's a lot going on but it's a lot of death it would have been a death field that boy ran through on his way out and one of those members was his family so yeah it's some, that's some trauma traumatic shit uh, that's because it's a holy site um so that's what he's planning on doing is destroying this holy site that he doesn't believe is holy since it stole something from him that he can't get back and now he's a fucking psychopathic zealot christian so there we are i hope that was a good enough explanation <laughs> we did see more people going up but yeah there would have been seven people sacrificed uh at least they they did it nicely and cut their throat actually that's considered a merciful kill uh there was one where they took that big ass knife the one that when i saw the sacrifice it was a big ass knife and they cut that dude all the way down the middle i was like ah <laughs> but that's actually more accurate the <laughs> they were actually doing a mercy kill because yeah they take it's all about the blood and the entrails uh i think that's about it if you want to send feedback for our next episode blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until next time peace hair grease and blacker magic